It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Laura. Well, this is strange, isn't it? Oh, my God. It's not like we just recorded something off the back of this and now we're recording another one. <laughs> this is very strange for us. We got this is. straight into second record. Back to back. We are being what I would like to call a professional because we are forward planning. Oh, my God. Me imagine that not living in the moment. I know so well, like us. I've been living in the moment so much so that we're we've had a few issues with recording times, haven't we? So yeah, we're we're having to be a little bit more um we don't we don't need to explain prepared. We don't need to justify do we? I know, but I've got a calendar and everything, Vic. Okay, you've got that's right, you've got your calendar. It is October. Half term. Whip, whip. So you're probably all wishing that you were dead right now rather than being with kids. We can relate. Not everyone like not not everyone hates their kids quite as much as you do. Oh my god, we do. Not about me, we young lady. I don't love. I don't hate. My I don't love as much my as kids. As, I don't love my kids <laughs> at all. Actually. <laughs> oh, Freudian slip. Um. Yeah, so we are, we are, um, what are we? AWOL, we're with our children and therefore have not been able to do proper record this week. So instead, we just have a delightful little selection of stories and agony aunts for you. Anything else to add? Um, no. <laughs> we hope you enjoy them and we'll be back in full proper swing next a week. Enjoy! I, I actually have um, a squirting tales question. Oh, okay. Go on then. Um, hi, both. I was just watching a GP slash influencer on IG stories. GP influencer. Wow. Who's that? Who's General G- practitioner influencer. influencer. Mm, I mean, that. there are a lot of medical people that I follow on Instagram that are that work in for the NHS and whatever, but they give medical advice. Are their... GPs can a GP be private too, or are they only NHS? Uh, I don't know if it. Yeah, maybe because a GP is just like you say, it's a general, general practitioner, so it's just that they don't have any specialised knowledge. What a conundrum! It? What a who knows? Someone let us know, please. Thank Someone you in the medical profession, please clarify. Anyway. Uh, so on their stories, and she was answering questions about female health, and somebody asked if uh, what is actually squirting, and she said it's diluted piss. The reason I'm emailing is be- because is because perhaps the piss on the face lady actually did squirt a shitload rather than pissing on his face. Just a thought. And here's an orc story that I'd like to share. When I was first seeing my other half. We were having sex and the condom disappeared and I realised it was stuck inside me. Being the very dramatic and squeamish person I am, I forced my new boyfriend and two weeks of two weeks to reach inside and fish around for it when he then proceeded to vomit on the bed as he pulled it out. It turns out my stomach... It, oh, so she vomited, sorry. So she vomited on the bed as he pulled it out because it turns out it turned her stomach. Oh, and they're still together. Why? That's so bizarre. What did you think? Is it the action of pulling the condom out that did it? Or was it just 
him putting his fist up there. Well, it's a bit suctiony. I imagine if you had to have a condom fished around and pulled out, it's a bit suctiony, isn't it? I think if I got a condom stuck in me, I wouldn't be asking the other person to fish it out. I'd feel like, no, I need to have control of this because you can feel if it's slipping further up or whatever. I wouldn't be I would, like, I would just panic. Get your hook out, you know. Get your hook out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they're doing here? <laughs> but from previous discussion of what people have said, this is not the first, obviously, condom disappearing act we've ever had. No, and it, it happens is frequently. Actually, very painful. Yeah, what really? What painful? It starts to sing. So I remember a woman messaging um, a story that we had quite a while ago, and she said about the fact that it disappeared and they were looking for it everywhere. And then all of a sudden, she had this like really awful abdominal pain. Right. And it's because the condom was out there. Maybe it was irritating her cervix or something. Mm. Maybe because if 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 something irritates your cervix, then you will reject it and it will get expelled out. Yeah, and I guess that's what it was doing. It was probably yeah being like a squirting bum hole that's in your body. <laughs> well, essentially, that's what it is, isn't it? It's just, it's a sphincter. It's a sphincter, yeah. and it was spasming. So Ooh. what a I, I I would panic. I wouldn't cope very well with that. What getting a condom stuck up there? No, I mean, luckily we don't have to use them because uh, A, we never have sex and B, because these had a vasectomy. <laughs> Mainly A. <laughs> <laughs> Predominantly, it's 100% A. Um, uh, yeah, same. I don't even think I ever, I think maybe I use them in, in once with Rob anyway. Yeah, we've Because I was a slag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I just, I think because we were both in a long-term relationship, it never felt like a requirement. No, well, I was just like, you need to have an STD test and then I will sleep with you with no condom. So that happened pretty quickly. I don't think they were around when I was. Of course they were. They've been around forever. I know, but I just felt like, I don't know. Do you remember there used to be the sex clinics where you would just walk in? There used to be one like just outside the college where I went. You'd walk in and they'd just give you condoms. Um, what do you mean? Do you remember, mate? I fucking pretty much was a living resident at those places. But you don't get shit like that anymore, though. And we should have places you do. like that. Do yeah. You? Not around here, we don't. Oh, yeah. It might be like a, a regional provision, mightn't it? But there's um there's quite a few sex clinics, especially if you're young and then you can just go and rock. Maybe that's why, because I'm so fucking old. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't let you in. If I like, were to walk in and go, me. can I have some condoms? They'd be like, who for? Your son? Your womb doesn't even work, mate. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to worry about getting pregnant, love. You're well past it. <laughs> you old egg. Condoms are not just there to protect you from unwanted pregnancies. They're there to protect you from STDs. Which I learned the hard way. Yeah, because <laughs> she was a slag. slag. I would have a hundred percent if I hadn't have met Steve so young. I would definitely have ended up with an STD. Like one million percent, I would have. I would have done. It's the arrogance of youth, Laura. Yeah, that's what it is. That you just think. You're just invincible. thinking, it won't happen to me. But also, I don't want to kill the mood. No, yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. Although there was one fella that uh, I had a one night stand with. In fact, I didn't actually sleep with him in the end because I just got, I can't, I could never do one night stands. It just freaked me out. I need, a, I need to know someone before I allow them into the fortress of my vagina. The fortress of your flower. <laughs> oh, my flower. Um, but I'd met him at a bar and then we'd had some drinks and then he'd come back to my house. And I seem to remember, I mean, I was a bit, you know, I was a bit inebriated when I met him and I, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but let's just say there was a pungent whiff when we took his pants off. And uh, yeah, I was like, I can't. Of, of ball bag, mate, of <gasps> cheesy ball bag. A and pungent it- whiff. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love how you just kind of delicately flop that out into the atmosphere. Well, that's what he did too, funnily enough. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you do? I had to stop because I was like, oh, wow. That... What did you say? I mean, I kind of started to get near it and have a little bit of a like, you know. <laughs> God! And it was like going in for a blowjob, but then sort of got and was like, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to be sick. So I just went, oh my God, I'm really freaked out about this health situation. Uh, I think you need to leave. And um, I kicked him out of my flat and it was like five o'clock in the morning. And he, he didn't know, like he'd never been to the area that I lived in. And I literally just pointed in like a direction and went, the tube is that way, see ya. And then just closed the door. I kicked him out. I was like, get your stinky fur skin away from me. <laughs> get your hair. I thought you meant like poo smell no, not poo just there like, was a pungent know, smell you know like a um a heavily exercised scrotum yeah i know what you mean as in it's been encased in those underpants for quite some time i yeah. reckon he was like on two days maybe since the shower so this is a question i have for you yeah i don't i obviously don't like uh the smell of a sweaty ball sack i don't like that at all and it is vivi offensive but <laughs> vivi <laughs> But I'm like, who's really? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you like this? This is like an icebreaker question, but not. Do you like the smell of Rob when he's smelly, sweaty? Um, no. Oh, God, I do. I'm Steve. What, you like the smell of Rob when he's sweaty? Yeah. I love it when oh, Rob's sweaty. Oh, God, I do. <laughs> Other men, it will literally make me wretch as, as, in, a, in a smell. physical way. But if Steve smells B.O.E., oh, I like it. Oh, mate, no fucking Steve does chance. Steve's like, I stink, and I'm like, let me smell. And I'm oh, like, you weirdo. It must be yeah. his pheromones are, like, uber activated. It is. It's, it will 100% his pheromones, I'm obviously. Whereas I clearly am not attracted to my husband's <laughs> pheromones. <laughs> I'm like, get away from me. I don't know what it is because I can't bear that on other men. Like if I see another man physically have sweat on them, I will wretch. I, I kind of know what you mean. It. It's like, I think there's probably a level, there's a threshold that I can get to. And then if he tips over it into like onion territory, it's over, it's game over. Oh no, I don't like onion. That's But then even then I think I'd still be like, it's okay. Oh God, no. Oh, no. I can't handle it. No, if there's... It's a must. I wouldn't want to have... It's not like a, I want to rip your clothes off. It's like a... Oh, just... No, he he, he hits like an armpit musk that is just overbearing and I can't handle that. He's not bothered if I'm sweaty, but I don't like it. Steve wouldn't care if I look like a fucking yesy. Oh, no. You know, that's... He's just... He really wouldn't care. Not They're much nicer people than you and I. It is just because he's a much nicer person than me, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to go back to the piss thing we haven't explored that yeah diluted piss i don't agree what kind of verification does this gp have i'm sure we talked about this and i did um i didn't i do uh i'm sure i did a, some sort of fact about this shizzle but i i but also uh, so the if it's diluted piss so it's coming out of your bladder right and not your fanny hole so when you square it doesn't come out of your urethra it comes out of a glands i'm sure that's in your minge hence why it's different to um urine but maybe the liquid is coming from the bladder but how would it be diluted if it's coming directly from the because there's no other water to dilute it that it's going to pass through you see what I mean from like a scientific like anatomical point of like it can't 
Can't be. Well, squirting in female sexuality. So this is good old Google. Conclusions. I'm not 100% sure that any of this even makes sense, but I will read it to you. Go on then. The present data based on ultrasonographic bladder monitoring and biochemical analysis indicate that squirting is essentially the involuntary emission of urine during sexual activity, although a marginal contribution of prosthetic secretion to be emitted fluid often exists. Okay, so it is piss. It's piss. It's bloody well piss. So she did squirt. Maybe she did squirt, yeah. So she did squirt and she covered him. I don't know though. She had she had a sloppy clit and a really bad pelvic floor though. So oh, I wet. think the oh. <laughs> there's a nurse bullet and it's wet. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> what is it? What's in there? Um, I I don't know. I think she pissed in that particular instance. I think she pissed. Yeah, and she was she was struggling to. So that means it must when you do squirt, it me. must smell a piss then. I've never squirted, have you? Never. Never got to that point. I've always wanted to know what it feels like. Yeah. But now I've I'm never not weed sure. either. Like either. I haven't weed either. I mean I've needed a wee, but no, I've never weed in sex. I don't think anyway. Maybe I have. <laughs> I don't think I am. I find it really, really, really difficult to do a wee after I've had sex. Like I have to really like fucking concentrate to get it out because it's like my body's going, don't wee. You're getting panicked. Do you know what I mean? It's like my yeah. body's doing the opposite. It's clinging onto it rather than wanting to ejaculate it. Because I guess it's it's also your body's like going, hold the sperm. <laughs> We yeah, must exactly. deliver it to the egg. She needs it. She's getting old. Yeah. She needs probably. it, baby. I just, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't be, I think I probably wouldn't be phased by it if I did. Oh, That's hello, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy's just talking about squirting, darling. <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Well, there you go. There, there's a lesson learned I didn't know about the squirting predominantly being pissed no fascinating stuff so you that can trust influences stuff. yeah contrary to popular belief we're not yeah. all we're not all wankers just us two we're not all wankers <laughs> yes just us two <laughs> uh, well i like that thanks you're welcome okay i've got a story for you vic tantalize my eardrums i have the best poop story ever <laughs> uh, this is gonna be hard to beat because we have some pretty fucking top-notch poop stories on this uh podcast don't we oh i'm not gonna lie i actually put the ever at the end i wanted oh, did to you? add a bit of pepper to the salt oh okay but a she bit did. Of pepper to the salt i say she it could be a boy. said potential yeah, uh, yeah. It, 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 it. hello <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to beatbox here um <laughs> I was out with a running client. I coach beginner runners, mainly middle-aged, menopausal, gloriously slow runners to believe in themselves like me. Anyway, we just finished a run where this gorgeous lady had done so well. My phone pinged and it was my husband. I did not have my glasses on. I had left them in the car. Worried it was urgent as we had an ill child. I asked my client. Oh God. I asked my client to read it. It said, Jesus, Dawn, look what you've done. Next thing popped on the screen whilst my client was holding my phone. The offending picture. <laughs> <laughs> A massive poo that blocks the toilet. 
I was curling up like a snake. I said to the client, what's that? As I'm blind without reading glasses, she said, it's either a picture of a poo in the toilet or it's a, or it's a close-up to a Snickers bar. I can send the offending picture if you like. Please send us. Yes, please fucking send us. Oh, that is so funny. How does the woman react? How does the client react? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I wish it did. No. I mean, the fact that she said, or it's a Snickers bar, I think (laughs) that that means that they had the sense of humor about it. Could you imagine? Oh, Jesus. I mean, that's putting me off Snickers for life. Does, um, there is a thing about, you know, lots of people do like to send pictures of their shits. My brother-in-law, he always sends us bloody pictures of his poo. I don't get it. I've I've never sent Steve a picture of my shit, but I've sent him a picture of the kid's shits and been like, fucking hell, this yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> How did that come out of them? How did that fit inside my child? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what did we feed them? I would be, I would be, uh. Yeah, I think I'd be annoyed if Rob sent me a picture of his shit. I mean, obviously, if it, if that's slightly different because she's getting sent a picture of her shit by her husband. So that's like, this is the evidence. How dare you? And to be fair, that is something Steve would do. Yeah. <laughs> Steve will sometimes message me and he'll be like, Laura, you left a dancing bear in the toilet. <laughs> a dancing bear. <laughs> um, yeah, or if I forget to flush, like if I've pooed and then got in the bath or got in the shower... Yeah. And then, like, thought I'll flush that later, and then I don't flush later. Oh my god! Like, so wait a minute, you got into the bath consciously, knowing there's a poo in the toilet. Even though mate, you... when that lid's down, you don't need to know. Yeah, but can't you smell it? Can I just say you're panned at the moment? Oh. oh, again, is it that weird little small one? No, ah. because your hands and a cusp of hair yeah. and the shape of your neck and the side of your head—you're not going to be able to do it now made the absolute fucking perfect you're so nearly there penis and balls <laughs> you're nearly there you were so nearly there like back to it I was like oh I wish I hadn't said anything because then I could have taken a picture <laughs> no. my penis and balls hand your penis and balls hand wall hair <laughs> a whole, whole thing um yeah Steve would definitely take a picture of my um yeah but let's snake. not deviate from the point that you will have a bath knowing full well that there's a turd just hanging out in the toilet next to you yeah because the lid is down Victoria so it doesn't smell but the lid isn't like airtight does not smell ever my pool does not smell I don't believe that for one second <laughs> yeah Everyone's Steve will definitely lost. contest the fact that it does <laughs> I don't think I can do that. Although, no, like if um, Rob will always decide to come and take a shit when I'm having a shower, that really annoys me. My kids do, but Steve doesn't. Steve, um, Steve saves it. He's like, oh, it's not my fault. It's just my bowels. I can't <laughs> make them decide when they want to pull. I'm like, yeah, they fucking can, mate. You can hold it in, you dirty wanker. Bloody trying to have a. <laughs> I feel like his, his poo, Embers. you know, atoms are just floating mm. around in the air, like coming into my shower. Ugh. And they are effectively. That's what happens. That's why is it incredibly important to always put the lid down after. A I point. know. Well, since we had that conversation, I bloody made sure I do that. Every I can't not do it. Now. How did you find out about that? Was it in a poo documentary? I mean, you have got extensive anal knowledge, as we've established. I do. I have ridiculous knowledge on poo. I'm just bum. <laughs> oh my god! Remember when we were like, "What would your speciality subject be on Mastermind?" It would be poo. 
it would be poos and anuses and the colon. It, I think it, it, it would just be the colon in general and potential uh, life-altering diseases <laughs> that can affect it. Colitis, diverticulitis. So many. So yeah, many. there are. So there are so many that Laura knows too. <laughs> I mean, I can start listing forms of poo, but I don't believe that they are no. uh, a well-recognized medical condition. I saw someone that I follow on Instagram that's like a doctor had had a mug that just had like loads of different types of poo on it and what it all meant, like what they look like. Because obviously the shape and the size and the consistency of your poo denotes your gut health, doesn't it? And what's yes. going on. I thought, so, I thought of you when I saw that. I was like, I, I, think, I feel like Laura needs that cup. Thank you. I appreciate that. Christmas present incoming. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was having my gallbladder out and I'd been taken over to hospital. It was like like uh, in the uh, emergency triage bit for surgery. And the consultant, he was young. He was so hot. I, I say young, you know, he was definitely newly qualified. And he had to fill in like the whole fucking thing. You know, are you allergic to peanuts? That kind of bullshit. And he brought up a poo diagram. He was like, what does your poo look like? And oh you know, my you're like, God. I don't want to do this. Yeah, also it changes. It's got multiple personality, mate. So basically, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I was on the particular bipolar part of my poo being <laughs> um, on a, an emotional high of obviously producing a relatively excessive amount of shit coming out of my body. And um, yeah, I had to say like, oh, the last poo that I passed was like this. And he was like, and what color was it? And I'm oh like, God, fucking brown. Yeah. And what like, consistency, you know, and you're like, can we just, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm over this conversation. I'm over you <laughs> choosing to ask these questions, please fucking stop and then also like the anesthesiologist he came round to me and he was also quite hot and I was and I just think I was trying to impress him for some unknown reason and he was like okay do you like do you do any kind of like sports or anything and I was like yeah I'm a runner and I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah you're a fucking runner Laura you ran 18 months ago and once <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and he was like wow and then when he was putting me under he was like, take some nice deep breaths of me. And he was like, see, now I can tell that you're a runner by the way that you're breathing. I was like, yeah. That's oh my right. God, what a pervert. <laughs> Obviously, he was just trying to be really reassuring. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, he can see that I'm a runner. Like, but you're not a runner, Laura. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself <laughs> and other people. I've only um, been put on a, I've been put under anesthetic before, but only when I was little, because I broke my arm and uh, I had to go under for that and they fix, fix your arm up. God. Yeah. I remember it so distinctly. Do you? Yeah. I'd be absolutely fucking traumatised for my children had to go down to surgery. I'd oh, need Lord. to be there to put yeah. them under, but fuck it. Yeah, my mum was there. Yeah, I remember I'd be a mess. Like I would not keep it together. It happened twice. I, is that normal for a child to be put under to have broken bones? I suppose because you're no. resetting broken bones. Hundred percent not. Well, what would they do then? Just splint it up. Put it in a fucking cast. Yeah, it was in the cast, but I was in hospital. Jesus, must have been pretty bad. I've still got a bit of. It must be a very bad break. It was really bad. Compound fracture. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. 
of the fibula, a fibula Um, I remember doing it and it was in, it, 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 we were in the dark. My sister and me were like playing this stupid game and she launched me across the room in the pitch black and I landed on my arm. I was like, oh my God, my arm feels weird. And then she turned on the light and we were both just like, holy motherfucking shit balls. Cause like my this wrist, is bad. my wrist was like, it was just normal, normal, normal. And then this bit just went. Oh, fuck. That's a compound fracture if I've it, ever heard It one. came back up again and then my, my hand was just like sticking over there. It was like, what the hell? No wonder they needed the fucking surgery, Vic. Yeah, it was really bad. Jesus. I had so, I was so spindly at that age as well. I was just like a fucking spider. I never ate anything. Just survived spider. with like toast and air and anxiety. <laughs> toast, air and anxiety. Has anything changed? No, I'm not uh, you really. know what I've actually got my brother like I, he has a, a back catalogue of hilarious stories and he's always quite happy to share them the ones that he is willing to share I'm sure there are more that he has never told me but the other night he messaged me and he was and they recently got a sausage dog oh okay Pablo the sausage dog he is absolutely fucking adorable he's only one he's really really cute anyway they've been a bit unsure because they've got two young kids it's a lot to take on and Dave messaged me and he was like, for fuck's sake, I've just got back and I've just got into my pyjamas and got my ass in a chair. It was like half past 10 at night. He said, Pablo's jumped on my lap and he's bitten my penis. <laughs> oh, the sausage like, dog lives up to its reputation. Yeah. Love the sausage the loves a sausage. <laughs> I'm going to say more of a wiener, cocktail wiener. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen my brother's penis, nor do I ever want to. <laughs> let's change the subject of my brother's penis <laughs> so half term is officially on its way out oh it's only tuesday isn't it yeah it's not we're, well, we're in the thick of it mate we're in the thick, we're in of, the it. thick of it well uh love and and strength to all of you mums out there um currently surviving this shit show we will be back officially next week um even though laura really loves her kids she's hating it too <laughs> Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I will no doubt, while you're listening to this, be laying in my bed, flicking my asshole while looking on Instagram and ignoring my children as they watch TV downstairs. That'll probably be what I'm doing. Flicking your asshole? That sounds like something sexual. No, definitely not. Just scratching it, maybe. Less Just of scratching. the flick action. Yeah, less of the flicking. That seems inappropriate now. It, it really does. Um, You can still send us your stories and your agony aunts to uh, our email at noholdsbarpodcast at no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's right. it. You've got it. You have it. No holes bar podcast at gmail.com. Or what else can I do, Laura? I can nip on over to our Instagram page at no holes bar podcast and pop into our DMs. Uh, and next week, everything will be resumed back to a number. Aha. We're, we are so thankful for all of your listenership and um, how you continue to support this wonderful dream that is our existence is no hosbard podcast um <laughs> thanks so much for being here thanks so much for being here we'll see you next week we love you cunts see you next tuesday bye Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. (laughs) To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.